Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every great story has a tipping point, a moment that changes everything. And the history of reggaeton is no exception. Some call it a line in the sand. It's a phrase dripping with meaning. The two most common uses refer to a line that cannot be crossed, like a border, and a point at which the consequences of having crossed a line become permanent and irreparable. Some people date the original use back to Jesus Christ when he mysteriously drew something in the sand to save a woman accused of adultery from being stoned to death. More recent examples include the defenders of the Alamo. Surrounded and outnumbered by Mexican forces, they were offered a choice, leave the Alamo or be slaughtered. According to popular Texas lore, the commander took out a sword and drew a line in the sand. Those who wanted to leave could do so. Those who were willing to die defending the compound could cross the line and join him. Then there's Fernando Pizarro, the Spanish conquistador who set sail from Panama on an expedition to Peru in the 1500s, only to be stranded on an island. When the Spanish governor of Panama sent ships to rescue him and bring him back to Panama, Pizarro refused. He famously drew a line in the sand and said, There lies Peru with its riches. Here, Panama and its poverty. To understand the importance of Panama on the history of reggaeton, we first must go back to Theodore Roosevelt. As president, Roosevelt was keen on turning the United States into the preeminent global superpower. I am not leading this fight as a matter of aesthetic pleasure. I am leading because somebody must lead or else the fight would not be made at all. Roosevelt famously put the world on notice when he said the United States, in dealing with world affairs, would speak softly and carry a big stick. He would get the chance to do both in 1903 when negotiations broke down with Colombia on the building of a canal through Panama. 
Back then, Panama was a Colombian province, and Colombia, worried about Roosevelt's true intention, turned down the deal. Here's Clay Jenkinson again. So when that happened, Roosevelt flew into a rage, and I think we can only say it was a racist rage. He thought, who are these jackrabbits in Colombia to try to hold up the world's progress, and how dare they, you know, balk at our generous terms? And so uh, then the question is what to do. Roosevelt did not take no for an answer. He quietly supported a revolution in Panama and provided the separatists with military cover when they declared independence. Staring down a U.S. naval fleet off its shore, Colombia was forced into submission. A line in the jungle was drawn and the nation of Panama was born. This is El Flow, a journey to the roots of reggaeton. My name is Lilia Luciano. I'm a CBS News correspondent and a Boricua born and raised in Puerto Rico, the cradle of reggaeton. In return for helping to create Panama, Theodore Roosevelt wanted to lease a slice of Panama for eternity, 10 miles wide and 40 miles long, stretching from the Atlantic to the Pacific Ocean, and more importantly, surrounding what would be the entire Panama Canal. Panama's new leaders quickly agreed to Roosevelt's terms, and the hard work of building the canal started shortly thereafter. Hundreds of thousands of English-speaking workers were brought in from Jamaica and Barbados and elsewhere in the West Indies. When the canal was completed in 1914, it was considered the greatest engineering feat in history. Most of the workers settled in Panama City, or Cologne. Some stayed in the sliver of U.S. territory known as the Canal Zone, like Renato Alder and his family. We grew up in an American style, American way of living. We had um, Thanksgiving, we had Halloween, uh, Father's Day, celebration. You know, we did everything like it was the United States. The zone was completely under U.S. jurisdiction, from the operation of the canal to the governing of civilian life. So even though Renato's parents and grandparents hailed from Barbados, all he knew was the canal zone. There were small cities with schools, hospitals, supermarkets, public transportation. And uh, they, they had the armed bases. They had Clayton. They had Howard bases. You know, we used to see Channel 8 because it was the only channel in English. And that channel was, you know, was um, aired by the, the American government. All the kids wanted to be like Michael Jackson, you know, all we wanted to, to be like. Because when we put on TV, the only kid we used to see on TV was Michael. Because all the other artists was adults. It was like part of the United States, you know. It was just like the United States, except it wasn't. And not until 1979 did this reality finally dawn on Renato. The year his whole life turned upside down. My grandma was hard, you know. She told me, look, you're from Panama. You're not American. Uh, you know, she used to speak that way hard. She said, look. Your father took you out of St. Mary's school, and now you got to go Panamanian school, so you got to know that you're a Panamanian. You got to learn Spanish. You're going to a different environment. And I'm like, but grand, but, you know, what's going on? 
What was going on was that the U.S. control of the Canal Zone had become untenable. In 1964, Panamanian protesters crossed the line separating the Canal Zone to plant their flag alongside the American Stars and Stripes. They were met by angry residents and police with tear gas. Rocks were thrown and gunshots were fired. After three days of violence, 22 Panamanians and four U.S. soldiers had been killed. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It took the U.S. and Panama more than a decade to negotiate an agreement that would bring an end to the U.S. control of the canal zone. There was tension between Panama and the United States because they wanted a canal and, you know, and there was like in negotiation for the canal. When President Jimmy Carter finally signed the deal, the cost of Roosevelt's original treaty was not lost on him. The Panama Canal Treaty of 1903, that treaty drafted in a world 
so different from ours today has become an obstacle to better relations with Latin America. This opens a new chapter in our relations with all nations of this hemisphere. And this is a line in the sand in the life of Renato Alder and the future of reggaeton. Because in 1979, as the U.S. began its long and controversial Panama pullout, families like Renato's from Barbados and Jamaica, English-speaking and Black, had to pack up and walk across the line into Panama. We was in the canal zone until I was like 17. Then we moved from the canal zone to Panama and Rio Abajo, a place called Rio Abajo, where a lot of um, Caribbean people used to live. You know, all the people that, that used to work in the Canal Zone, there was Caribbean from I, I, Haiti, you know, Jamaica. Rio Abajo, or Down River, was a working-class neighborhood in Panama City. But it seemed like another planet to Renato. Where I moved was a ghetto, you know, it was a, a real ghetto, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I wasn't accustomed to that, you know. I was born and raised in a beautiful place, house. I could go and play baseball, basketball, American football. Now I'm, I'm in an environment, I don't see any of those stuff. I saw people got robbed, you know, in the, in the canal zone. That, that was, you know, I was far from that. And if everything seemed out of place to Renato, everybody else was looking at him like, who the hell is he? They used to call me Americano. <laughs> yeah, so when I was in school, I said, mira, el Americano, look at the American. I had fights in school. I didn't want to study. You know, I, I was, you know, angry because, you know, I wanted to be with my friends and now with these new people. Though he didn't know it yet, Renato had actually moved to the very place where people could understand what he was going through. Rio Abajo, a neighborhood made up of Black, English-speaking Panamanians of Jamaican and West Indian descent. I made friends and those friends made it more easier for me. Uh, Reggae Sam... Franquito, the people call him El General. A lot of friends that I made that changed my life when I came to Panama. Renato was always the best of a lot of stuff in Panama. Like the best dancing. He used to be one of the best guys in the area playing basketball. We used to meet up in a park. So we used to hang there and guys and girls and everybody used to come from all over the city. This is Renato's childhood friend, Sam Guard Biscom Daly. So when it comes to who was the first man to record in Panama, that was Renato. I know the entire history. You know why? Because I was there. Next time on El Flow. I am bad, bad, and no wicked in a bed. Oh. Wicked, bad, and bad in a bed, so... Renato, Reggae Sam, and a young crew from Rio Abajo hustle their way into the music business. Yo soy un loco cuando se trata de mujeres, loco y terrible todo yo lo puedo hacer, pues va a decirle a todas las chicas que yo tengo el poder. El Flow is a production of Exile Content in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. The show is hosted by me, Lilia Luciano, a CBS News correspondent and was created and produced by Vitenis de Julis. Production and sound design by Dixo. Additional production by David Quiñones. Original music by Truco. Production supervision by Álvaro Céspedes. Executive producers for XL Content Studio are Nando Vila, Isaac Lee, and Alejandro Uribe. Executive producers for iHeartMedia are Connell Byrne and Giselle Bances. Special thanks to CBS News. 
For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.